People in suits and lab coats like to throw around terms that their listeners may not even understand so that they can seem smart or to convey a critical message in a very bad way. People have been talking about a vaccine, but little does the average person understand about the vaccine, which violates basic medical practice, ethics and even the patient's charter of rights. Meanwhile, we have a pandemic on our hands and people rightfully ask how to get to a point where this virus is not a problem anymore. Experts like to respond by saying we need to get ahead immunity. This is a term being thrown around without explanation and leaving more in the dark about where exactly we are herded. Herd immunity means when a certain fraction of the total population has become immune to a microorganism causing a disease causing the disease to stop spreading. For coronavirus, the herd immunity is about 80%. Developing immunity means developing antibodies to fight off this virus and prevent future infections, and the infection will stop spreading and the crisis will be over, theoretically. This is the goal, and the immunity can come either by getting infected and letting your body fight off the infection or getting vaccinated with an effective vaccine. The reliability on a vaccine is a long short and currently a very questionable approach, and rightfully so. Thus, our realistic hope is to develop immunity to coronavirus on our own. If we had suppressed the spread of this virus right at the beginning of the crisis when less than a percent of the population had been infected, the pandemic could have came back because the rest of the population would not have developed immunity, and the virus will come back for those people. With 99% of the population still vulnerable for that viral comeback, it would be a second and deadlier crisis. If we let the virus run wild, we risk overwhelming our healthcare system and possibly killing more people in the process. However, there's a chance that more people can be infected and recover to achieve the herd immunity much sooner. So, we talk about flattening the curve, which is when we let the virus continue spreading slowly to give ourselves enough time to develop reliable treatment options without most of the population getting infected at once. Greater than too good to be practical, but that line of thinking of assessing all our option with risks and benefits is a good start. If we let the infection run wild we risk a decrease in the quality of care from overwhelmed healthcare systems that have seen front-like hospital workers dying from this disease, and even more people will most likely die. This will lead more people to get infected and die in the short time following. Estimates of billions getting infected around the world and tens of millions dying by the end of this pandemic do not seem far-fetched when you put things into perspective. The elderly are at the highest risk as they have weak immune systems, and people already with weak immune systems due to diseases, medication, or even stress are also at high risk of dying from this disease. Allowing more people to get infected as a misguided attempt at achieving herd immunity will lead to the death of this at high-risk group, which also includes some frontline healthcare workers. This again leads to a compromised healthcare system that can go on to destabilize and throw kerosene onto the fire that will destroy the lives of many more. Healthcare systems will be destroyed for everyone, even the young with some controlled conditions like asthma. There is a ripple effect to be feared when we let this infection keep spreading. We will not be able to care for almost anyone if we fail to control the spread of this pandemic. Greater than spreading the duration of the pandemic to prevent the majority getting infected at once is why we must go back to practice personal hygiene as a norm and not only when someone is present. If we distance ourselves from others, we limit the spread of the virus and we allow our healthcare system to manage the crisis much better. This means instead of getting half the world infected in a few months, we try to do it over a year, for example. This gives us a chance to mobilize our resources and use them efficiently while delaying the spread of the virus and keeping our healthcare systems at a capacity they can handle. This is known as flattening the curve. Flattening the curve will also buys us time to develop, manufacture and distribute effective treatments and prevention protocols before losing more lives. 
This does seem like a sensible approach to achieving herd immunity than intentionally letting 80% of the population getting infected and putting many more lives at risk at once. With flattening the curve we are mostly buying ourselves time, and less lives may be lost. When we stop interacting with other people by means of chatting, getting together in close contact, walking or standing close to each other or even being too close on a queue or in a car, we can suppress the spread of the virus and help to flatten the curve. Greater than vaccines are still a hit or miss, and we seem to be far from conquering this virus. In any case, another outbreak may occur if have not developed herd immunity as variants of this coronavirus will keep popping up. Mm-hmm.